What's up, everybody? This is Big Pep. Another week, another episode. But before we start the episode, I just want to thank, of course, Persistence Culture for the sponsorship. I want to thank already ahead of time my co-host, Juan. And most importantly, the biggest thing, the biggest announcement is Pep Talk merch is finally out. If you guys haven't seen it online yet, look it up, find it. If not, DM me, DM Juan. They're going to be running out fast. I know you guys need Holiday gifts, Christmas gifts, don't be that guy or that girl. Now, on to our special guest. We have DJ Honey. So DJ Honey is out of Ventura County, and her story is pretty crazy because, one, she came out of nowhere and just took over the whole Southern California scene in DJing. Two, she's a female DJ. You don't see that often, and for her to be doing so well, be killing it, getting all the exposure in this episode she talks about her upbringing in Santa Paula she talks about being a teacher for several years she talks about struggling and also beating the challenge during COVID and how she said that music her whole life has now transitioned her to what she is now a DJ and hoping that in the future she could eventually either own her own or her own radio station or her own label ladies and gentlemen DJ honey let's get this going First time for everything. Sound like for the first time. First in your time, life. <laughs> like all year, probably. I love it. Here we go. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Pep Talk. Uh, I'm Big Pep. I got my co-star with me, Juan. And for this special guest, usually um, it's just like our intro song, but for some reason today, I want to play this. Oh mm. my gosh. Gang. Hey. Gang. I'm not Listen. about to flow, so don't even start. <laughs> no, sorry. And I was like, yo, I need this song. <laughs> so we have Brianna Herrera here. However, she goes by a different name around these parts. 805's 2018, 2019, DJ of the Year. She's all over the place. You can catch her at like pretty much every like popping spot in the 805. Yeah. Uh, Sushi Way, Tavern, El Rey. What else we got, Juan? Uh, the six now, right? The six now. Uh, Skate plus. Skating plus. Um, you're everywhere. Q ninety five nine and low key. Oh, if you want to see her rapping and music videos, oh, you can no. find her on YouTube. Yo, shout <laughs> out to <laughs> DJ Hunter. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> wow, you said my first name and my last name, and everyone's gonna be like, "Who the f is that?" Oh yeah, I know. Confused for like the first few weeks that I met you I had no idea what no your real name was I it, to me it's a, at first it was really personal like I don't want anyone to know my name that's the yeah. one thing I can keep private but yeah. now I don't care oh, okay. <laughs> do you prefer being called Brianna or that's Bri- like my family honey? when I'm oh, okay. when I'm in trouble Brianna Nichelle come on oh. yeah, yeah I'm in yeah. trouble but honey is just for everybody so is it weird when you're out like downtown and they're like yo Brie and you're like what the fuck who's that I, it takes me like two times to hear it they have to say it twice and then I'm like oh who is that has to be one of my really close friends oh, okay. though okay yeah I feel you on that well, <laughs> thanks for being part of this show yeah thanks for having me we're gonna get straight into it um no nah. <laughs> upbringing where are you from uh born and raised Santa Paula so not too far from Ventura Oxnard. SP. That's right. Snake pit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Born and raised. Uh, all my family still lives there and I'm back and forth from there all the time. I now live in Oxnard, uh, but yeah, Santa Paula. Sick. And then I know that before we get into the DJ inside, I know that 
you had told me you're in the like are you I don't know if you still are or not you were a teacher I was yeah for nine years so what kind of teacher were you I was a preschool teacher so like early childhood from about three months two to three months to five years old okay so infant toddler into pre-k that whole like first kind of months to years of their life. So where did you get your patience from? Because that shit sounds hella <laughs> stressful. Yeah. Honestly, if I went back to it today, I would not have the same patience that I did back then. So no clue where it came from. I did not want to do that. I ended up getting thrown into it and ended up loving it and was there for nine years. Do you ever, like I always ask people about like their old jobs and their new professions. Like, do you ever somehow correlate working in that field into DJing at all? Well, think about, like, all the drunk people I have to deal with all the time. Like, okay, chill, chill. And then talking to a kid, like, okay, buddy, got to sit down, you exactly. know. That's that's where I get would say is very similar. But the rest, no, they're totally different. I remember somebody asked me, like, yo, how is it, like, like working, like, as a bodyguard? I'm like, look, it, I used to work at, like, Casa Pacifica. Mm-hmm. Like, people with, like, really, like, like severe yeah. trauma or, you know, social emotional behaviors and i'm like it's the same thing right like i'm dealing with drunk adults <laughs> yeah. and these kids are on the same level of just like violence and sometimes mm-hmm. obviously they're not under the influence but it's it, just that like headspace is so exactly. yeah for so sure it's, it's funny how you, you said it too it's like it's drunk people it's the yeah. same, it's drunk the same people. shit they everybody like reverts to toddler <laughs> exactly like just no control over their senses no control over their emotions i'm like dude how old are you <laughs> get it together why aren't you playing my song <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ten dollars i tell people ten dollars <laughs> you want Hell to play yeah. a song ten dollars would you really if it honestly some people request really good songs and i'm like oh you know what i could fit that in thanks for your request and i'll play it but if they ask me for some outlandish weird song ten dollars i dig it I do. Half the time they're not going to give it to me, so I'm not going to play it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, another question that I wanted to bring up was 2018, 2019. 2018, when you got the DJ of like DJ of the year of Ventura County, right? Mm-hmm. How did that spark? How did that come together? How did you know that like you were going to get nominated? And like, what was like the come up to that point? So to be honest, it started 2017. Um, a good friend of mine who I work with on the show, DJ Wizkid, mm-hmm. uh, he was like, hey, you're in the VC Reporter. It's kind of a big deal for like nightlife. Everyone can kind of see the ranking. You got second place. Where were you at at the time? Like, where were you uh, DJing at? Um, I was at, I believe I had just started Copper Blues. I was at Discovery in Ventura. Well, it, it was Discovery. Yeah. Now I believe it's going to be something else. I don't know what it's going to be called. Um, I think that was really it. Just a lot of house parties and weddings and stuff. Um, and I had got second place following year, 2018. I totally forgot about it, like that it existed. Everyone's hitting me up. You got first place. You got first place. And I was at Copper Blues. I was in El Rey and Ventura. I was kind of all over the place. And yeah, they just, they just took dominated. off. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I actually heard about you. I was on a, uh, I was on tour 2018 and I just remember your name was popping up everywhere. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Like a DJ, especially a girl DJ yeah. out here because there's not that many of you out there. Yeah, at all. And then to top it off, I saw your merch. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> shit was hard. And and so the merch that I'm talking about is the shirt, but it was like a old tour looking one. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. an old school tour tee. Yeah, and I was like, this shit's hard. Never yeah. met her, but I was like, yo, I fuck with you. I sent her some money, off, I think on Venmo, and then she gave me a shirt. And I was like, let me actually listen to what she's got. And her shit slapped. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Her tour, uh, Salt and Pepper, 
a three six mafia vibe t shirt. Yes. With like the yeah, yeah that shit's so it's hard. It's literally I three pictures that. of me and everyone's like, Are you a narcissist? I said I might be. It <laughs> works though. <laughs> it works. I buy my shit. I'm like, man, people used to do it back in the day. Like you think of all the rock tees, you know, like yeah. you just said salt and pepper. They did the shirts, right? I was like, everyone's wearing that right now. Why can't I do one? Who cares? Yeah. And they sold. I sold out in like twenty minutes. How many did you make? I made sixty five. Damn it, you sold yeah. them like that? Yeah. I made well technically I made 70. I kept five for myself and to give like to my parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 30 minutes gone. 20, 30 minutes. Have you yeah. thought about making another launch of some type of merch? I'm the type of person that like we were just talking about um Jerry Lorenzo and yep. the fear of God line. I'm the kind of person that I'm just gonna make one, one batch, whatever's out, that's out. It, no more. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um so now when you went to 2018 and then you got re- what is it called? Uh, nominated. Renominated for 2019. Who was like, who were you going up against? Um, to be honest, I don't remember. Um, Nobody. Nobody, <laughs> right? No, there was, it was, I got first and then there was a second and third. But uh, to be honest, I can't tell you. I don't, I'm trying to blank here. And, and what did that, like, what did that spark for you, like winning back to back? I was just like, man, I'm doing something right, you know? And I, those were kind of, they, so people have to vote. So I wasn't on my Instagram saying like, hey, vote for me, vote for me. Again, I completely just forgot about it. I was like working every single day. And where were you at? You were still teaching? I was still teaching. I had actually Damn. just said that I was like retiring in March. So it was my first year DJing full time. And so when September hit and that came out, I was like, dang, man, this really worked. Damn. That's were you, crazy. Were you nervous? When did you decide to go full, full, full time DJing and like say bye to the school? When I saw that I was able to support myself, I was able to, I had this old car that my mom drove forever. I was able to get myself a car. I was able to pay all my bills and love what I was doing. And how long has that been now? It's been March of 2019. So over two years. Sick. And and then when did you get connected with 95.9? Because I know the morning show was was switching up. And for people who don't know out here in in the 805 Ventura County, what once was Q1047 is now 95.9, but it's like historical. It was like Rico and Mambo. They've yeah. been, they've been doing it since I was, since I was going to Anacapa middle school days. <laughs> and now, you know, the switch up is changing. So to have yourself be included as like one of like the, like one of like the head people there, yeah. how'd that feel? It was crazy. I had done radio for two years prior to going to 95.9. Um, I was actually at their, I would say competition station, but not really competition. Um, And that was just an experience in itself. And one day Mambo called me and he was like, hey, we're adding new DJs. Do you want to just come be on the DJ lineup, do a Thursday morning mix for us? I said, yeah, of course. What what does that mean, though? So I just basically go in on Thursday mornings and I would mix from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. So that was it. Just go in as a DJ and then. Is that considered like a busy time for them? Yeah, that's the number one mix uh, of the morning. Okay. So that is, like, that's, any DJ out here wants that spot. So you got to be the shit in order to get that, that Honestly, slide. yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Basically. <laughs> talk your shit. No, no, no talking shit. I love everybody, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he called me. I left the other station, um, went to Q95.9. That ended up snowballing effect to working on the street team which means like I would drive the van around go hit like you know how you would see radio stations in front of the store or at the fair wherever I was doing all that on top of my mixes then that also turned into doing a five o'clock show so we were doing a five o'clock to six o'clock uh mix rollover uh the pandemic hit 
We didn't work for a while. Mambo got on the phone and said, hey, do you want to come be a part of the morning show every single day, plus do your mix and every all the other extra stuff? And yeah, here I am. Damn, <laughs> that's yeah. sick. Now, and you brought up the pandemic. During that time, like, especially being a DJ and obviously, you know, you're, you know, you DJ in front of people, you have, you know, that's your main stream of income. How did it affect you? What were you doing? I literally went broke. I can't even lie. Like I had savings. Thank God I had like enough savings for a little while, but. Because you had left, the, you, you were already gone from the school as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, I left, I was done working. All I had was DJing and I tried to do the online stuff. Didn't work for me. I was mm. bored. Um, I really was just poor. Yeah. I mean, I could barely pay my rent, and that was the only money I would get. Um, I finally had to go back to teaching for maybe four months. The minute someone called me, I think it was Bombay's who called me to go work, I left the school because I knew it was going to be okay. And, yeah, everything just started falling back into place. So do you remember that your first day back? Because it was still kind of the pandemic, right? Yeah, we still technically weren't allowed to party or be around each other and wear masks everywhere, even outside. And Bombay's had built this extended uh, gate area in Mm. their parking lot, and we set up out there, and I played, and people were literally separated, but they showed up, and we had a great time. Damn. Yeah, so shout out to the 805 for showing love. Especially for you. That's one thing that, like, I'm I'm, I'm a little older, but there hasn't been a DJ that I – recognized over the past years that i mean no don't get me wrong like like j scratch obviously but like those are like the ogs the though, ogs you know? that's what i'm saying but now it's like seeing like the new generation popping off and like i feel like you're you're you're, you're in the front like of just like the dj set is crazy like you're following i feel like if you were like yo i'm gonna dj in front of this church <laughs> you'll you'll have a flock of people yeah you know? probably but yeah so i just gotta honestly our city our county really respects people and really shows love when they really appreciate you. And I, I appreciate them for doing that. Yeah. I was going to say, it also comes with being the type of person that you are. You're just such a genuine and nice person. Like you said, you weren't on Instagram trying to tell people like, go vote for me. Yeah. People did it just because they love they you for it. who yeah. you are. Thanks mom. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, that's I'm important. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> no. There you go. <laughs> by the way, by the way, so this is a thing. Um, I purposely have never learned my buttons. So you just want to know what's... No, so like when I time. think like, oh, that's a vibe. And I I, I, I kind of remember the buttons, but I kind of don't. So I'm like, oh, yeah. It's wrong oh, one. Wow. Pushes yeah. every Scary. single button until it's the right one. <laughs> yeah. I just know this is the real one. And then this is the clap hands. Yay. Other than that, I'm like, all right, I'll figure it Whatever. out. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Wing it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now going into the DJing, like I want to know your favorite type of music. I feel like that's always everyone's question, and to be honest, I don't have one. I will literally go, I love country concerts for some odd reason. I love, like, I'm going to go see a Grupo Fidme for a little bit on Friday, and I don't even speak Spanish or no Spanish. You don't? No, I don't. I thought you did. No, no, no. I know, like, little things, but not enough to get by. Yeah. Um, But I love the music. I think it's so dope. Are you a fan of reggaeton? Uh Uh-huh. Hell yeah. That's what I'm saying. I I literally love everything. I just thought of something. Oh I want to know what? about. I'm scared. <laughs> and I just came up. It just came up to me right now. I want to talk about the event that was your birthday this year. Somebody got a party bus for uh, you. I remember. That was crazy. Yo, she was crazy. I just, yeah. I wasn't there. I think I, I think I was like, I was out of town you doing something. Yeah. And I just remember seeing the Instagram. I'm like, yo, this is at Beach Club, right? <laughs> it was at yeah, Beach was Club. Yeah. I was like, it, lo- it looked it looked so dope. But I just remember you getting a surprise party bus. You mm-hmm. have all your all your friends in there, 
And then I just remember the story just got more intense, more <laughs> alcohol, more bottles. And then I remember no. at the very end, you're, you're talking in front of people. And I'm like, yo, what is she saying? Exactly. <laughs> Who let me have the microphone? I was belligerent. Oh, belligerent. You guys were celebrating. Uh, My 27th birthday. So that was this past April. Um, yeah. Someone got me a surprise party bus and. I knew I was having a party at Beach Club because I technically was planning it, but I wasn't yeah. allowed to plan like a certain amount of things. Were you playing? I was well? not playing. I had picked the DJs that I wanted to play, which okay. were uh, DJ Pistoletto, my good friend, DJ Solo, one of my best friends, DJ Little Wicked, and his cousin DJ Slick Vic, which my four top DJs in the county. Uh, so I had to have them, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I so was what just... So what was your original plan for that night? Um, okay. I had gotten a hotel because I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to drink my life away. I want to celebrate my birthday, whatever. And then we're going to go to beach club and party. And then, uh, my best friend Kaylee was like, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make your party. Let's go to dinner. And I'm like, okay, ugh, fine. I don't want to go to dinner, but I guess we will. I showed up to El Rey, El Rey, uh, a bunch of my friends had actually, uh, booked out El Rey. So it was just us. And they were like, surprise. I walked in, everyone was in there. And we just partied, and then boom, a party bus showed up, and they're like, surprise again! No <laughs> yeah, way. I swear. So yeah, that was my birthday. I don't remember much, but... What's the last thing you remember? <sighs> Gosh, throwing ice into the crowd at <laughs> Beach Club. That's not okay. Not okay. Do not, not water, do that. but you were throwing ice. Do not do that. For warning, everybody, do not do that. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble. Jeez. Yeah. One for the books. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask... Another question was, we were talking about it. We're like, man, you just being around so much, so much, so many uh, like crowds and, and stuff. What's your three top songs that you're like the go to timeless songs? If shit's if, if it's like people are slowing down or if it's a, you know, weird vibe. What three songs, you know, are guaranteed to turn up the crowd? I think a lot of DJs will agree with me. Um, this is how we do it. Montel Jordan. Yeah. Be faithful. Fat man scoop. True. You know, oh, you know wow. what I'm talking about? Yeah, that, like, yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. like, oh, That shit gets never. me And then, it, like, yeah, it has so many different, like, edits in yeah. it. Um, and my third song, me personally, I would probably say Blow the Whistle. I think everyone else would have a different third uh -huh. one, but for me, yeah. Blow the Whistle. E-40? No. Uh, e uh, too Short. Too Short. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a song from the Bay. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be Faithful, I was going hard. Yo, Be Faithful birthday. will literally get anybody. Yeah. We're all my single ladies up. And all the single ladies. <laughs> what's your zodiac sign? Yeah, exactly. What's your zodiac sign? Where, where are you? You, you. That's crazy. That's um, the best song. Wildest DJ story that you're allowed to speak on. Oh, God. I'm allowed to speak on anything. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, wildest, wildest, wildest. I, I always think it's weird when and i'm sure you've seen it being on tour and stuff when girls are like flashing you or flashing anyone yeah um that that happened recently again well the thing about it is i get it but i'm also kind of that's kind of crazy that you're about to say because i only i only seen it like in front of like 10 or fifteen thousand people oh yeah you're saying it like just in a And pub. like a small 200, 300 people. Yeah. Some, some or girls are just like. Inside of the tavern where only 150 people fit. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? This so I'm on a platform, right? There's a, the ground and then there's a platform and uh -huh. then there's this high table that I play on, right? Are you inside or outside tavern? I'm inside okay. the tavern. Okay. So I'm playing on the super high table. I already am kind of like playing up to my chest. I'm pretty short. And this girl comes up and it's pretty full on the bottom. She 
jumps onto the platform. So she's right in front of my table and she just pulls her shirt up, her bra, everything is out. And I just said, Weird. where's my security? Please get her down. <laughs> but is she, is she facing you or is she facing she's the She's facing me. Oh, so she's like, yo, honey, I she got She says, here you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I said, thanks, girl, please leave. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Jeez, that's hilarious. Now you do get some like belligerent drunk people. Oh, I, it's I was there for one of them. I remember she was like trying to get on stage. Remember she kept calling you down. Jordan oh, and I were there. Oh, that's right. I'm like that's no, no one's trying to talk to you. I'm go like, can away. you please chill? Go away. What's the most belligerent story? Um, a guy threw a twenty dollar bill at my face. That was pretty mm-hmm. bad. Um, I used to do Sunday Funday at Limonisol. We kind of started Sundays out here in the county. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never, I've never been out there. I've never been to Limonisol. Oh I've only gosh. been out. No, we went one time to have like lunch to yeah. eat okay that turned into we just partied we just all day yeah that's what trash. happens yeah it's but, a trap. but we've never been in there. i've never been in there can we go after this yeah we can Scared. go this week we can go this okay week. we'll go this week we'll go this week we'll go this week okay anyway um i was playing and it was already we used to start at like 4 35 it was already later on it was Sundays? dark it was on a sunday damn and think about it people were there all day we would go watch football you have lunch there you're drinking you're just faded right yeah, yeah he comes up he's like can you play this song some weird kanye song that was just not gonna fly you yeah. know not at the moment and he was like just play it just play it and i'm like bro i'm not gonna play it and then i finally said fine five dollars i just yelled it at him and he took a 20 dollar bill and he just chucked it at me and he hit me in the forehead security guard saw it and actually oh, like good. dragged him out yeah luckily they watched yeah. they saw it and i was just like Whoa! What the? Okay, thanks for the twenty dollars. Oh, so you Peace. kept the twenty, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, dude. Thanks for the inconvenience, dude. In that's my way. But yeah, that's probably the craziest story. Ooh, that would got me hot. Oh, I was good. <laughs> Bro, that, so that, that's like fucking fighting. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it's just so disrespectful. Like, yeah. dude, you, why you're really that hard up to hear a song right now? It's not that serious. Yeah. But yeah, he was very pissed. So, do you usually stay? in ventura county or do you do travel a lot like where like, have, you, have you done like la stuff and- yeah so right before the pandemic hit i was doing playhouse about once a month once or twice a month oh shit that was super fun um rest in peace playhouse man yeah, but i heard it's it's i heard it's converting it's supposed to be something else i think no on that. i don't know oh no I, just, okay. I, I went to playhouse shit i would say at least like four or five years ago oh yeah yeah because I, sure. I used to work out there and so we'd I'd go out there with like clients and stuff but it's been a minute. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was there right before, so. Was it cracking? Oh, crazy. You know how it is. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So I got to play for Blueface right when Blueface was like. Blueface, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bust down. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was probably the la- my last LA experience other than um, I was doing Tuesdays at this little uh, burger and wing place for a little bit. Not that long, but. Was it a vibe or not? Yeah, it was cool. It was more of like an industry night, so a lot of strippers. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool, yeah. But, it, I mean, it's cool because you get to connect with a lot of different people that you don't know. So that was fun. That's cool. Is Do you want to keep expanding more? Oh, yeah. Not anything bad. I love Ventura County. I love the 805, but I do want to, like, get out of here. Of course. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't grow. Yeah, no. I think I've hit my wall. I think that kind of goes with everybody else. I know when Jordan and I first started and first started doing security and – we did like the Ventura scene back 15 years or 10 years yeah. ago. And then we're like, this is dope. And you're becoming like, you know, you're, you're well known, yeah. but you become a local, local celebrity. So you're like, you need to fucking Push. grow and grow and grow and think LA, think Vegas, exactly. think international, you know? So what would be your, like going off of what Juan said, like what would be your uh, expansion like dream? Um, well, I want to be a program director for a radio station at some point. But to me, that's, like, further down. I want to be older and ready to, like, completely settle down and be in one place. 
but I do want to DJ for an artist because I feel like that's really going to just put me out there, take me all over the world. Like, that's really the dream, I think, for any any DJ is to play for a huge artist that just goes everywhere because then it's countless memories, countless gigs and people you meet, and that's really the door. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. I would love to do that. <laughs> what, um... How did you get into DJing? That's something we haven't asked yet. Who knows? Honestly, <laughs> who knows? I grew up, uh, my stepdad has always been in bands. He toured forever. And my uncle's a drummer in the band. And we just always had music around. And then... What kind of music was it? Old school uh, Spanish music, like cumbias. Uh, I don't know, like romantic songs, I guess sure. you would call it. Uh, just everything. And I learned certain instruments and I'm like, man, how can I do this all the time? And then when I was about 15, 16, I just started trying to DJ and it worked. Was that your first, like, you were like, oh, I don't want to get, you don't want, you don't want to like sing or rap. You're like, I, I'm going to DJ. Yeah, you, didn't just, pick, you didn't pick an instrument? Uh, no, I can play piano, you know, whatever, but. Like legit? Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. yeah. It's okay. I mean, I can't sit there and be like, Ooh, you know, like Stevie Wonder. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can play. <laughs> I know one song. Like, what is it? Casey, Hot and, Casey oh. and JoJo all my life. There you go. Yeah, that used to be my go-to. Yeah. People be looking at me like, oh, I'm like, like yeah, oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Take off. Just give them a little treat. <laughs> exactly. And I, I just disappear. <laughs> wow. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> so now, what was I going to say? What was the last one I asked? Uh, oh, outside of DJ. Mm-hmm. Hobbies. I know every time I see you, you're like, your hobby's sleeping. My hobby it has mm-hmm. been sleeping the last year. Well, maybe like eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of recently, I've gotten into, it's going to sound really weird, but like, I've always wanted to know what an accountant does. So being, okay, I know it's not really a hobby, but it's a hobby for me. Like being really good with my money and being um, sufficient with how I pay like my bills and how I do certain things and just learning how money works and getting into like crypto and NFTs and all that yeah, stuff. Investments. Yeah. So that's, that's been my hobby. <laughs> it's not a bad hobby. Yeah. It's oh. a hobby. yeah. I think, it, I think around your age is when I started doing that as well. Yeah. You start realizing, like, all right, how can your money make, how can your money make money while you sleep? Exactly. Compound interest and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on NFTs? Um, I think it's cool. What really got me into it was when Tory Lanez decided to sell his album and right. no one can hear it unless you bought it on NFT. And I thought that was super dope. Um, I have yet to buy it, but <laughs> I he, just, he, he sold like a million, he made a million dollars. He made a million in, in three hours. That's wild. Jeez. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. So That's I think that was just nuts. so like crazy. So what's your, do you have an idea? Like, are you thinking about doing an NFT or? Um, I'm not really sure yet. I'm just kind of dabbling right now, yeah. reading a lot and just trying to do my research on it. That's dope. Yeah. Um, what is your, I mean, you just said piano, but what's a, what's a secret talent that nobody knows about you? To be honest, I don't really think I have talent. <laughs> that's I know that's weird. You but rap. <laughs> Let's, you rap. Okay, that's a secret talent. But it's not bars? a secret because you just burned me out on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> now people are going to look me up. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's the thing. Is I wanted to hear more about it. Okay. Well, that was just like an accident. We were I was so bored during the pandemic. And my friend had this huge house. And they converted one of the rooms into a studio. And we all got super faded. And everyone was like, honey, get on the track. Just get on it. And I'm sitting there trying to write a rap. And then it happened. <laughs> that's dope. You, you never thought about like pursuing it? No. 
<laughs> not at all. <laughs> I mean, I could. I did try. I was like, that shit goes hard. I did try to like uh, go to the studio very recently, and it just, I don't think my creative juices are there right now. Okay. Maybe one day? Maybe one day. Okay. Give me another like year, and we'll oh. see how it is. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. I just need to work on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. What's your, um, what's three lessons that you've learned while DJing? Oh, man. As harsh as it sounds, you have zero friends. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I have a lot of friends, a lot of great friends. But the people that come in after the fact that don't really know who you are, that want to just be there in the limelight, they're not really your friends. And I learned that the very hard way. Um, that's not go, that doesn't go for everybody, but that goes for a lot of people. Uh-huh. Um, second, stay hydrated. <laughs> and that, <laughs> no, honestly, and that's in all aspects. Like, continue to learn, drink your water. I mean, health is, was a really big issue for me, like, almost two years ago, a year and a half ago. Um, just... Yeah, stay hydrated, stay hydrated, you know? Because yeah. everyone's just buying you drinks left and right, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's so, and it's so nice, like, at first, because you're not used to that. You're used to going mm-hmm. out and spending money. I would never go out before. Mm-hmm. So it was just so dope. I loved it. Everything was free all the time. And then, boom, you're sick or something happens. And I got a DUI. Like, it's not cool. Yeah. So be safe. When, when did, um, how, how do you tell somebody who's completely intoxicated, they buy you a shot or they buy you a beer and you're just like, no, I'm good. Like, do you have like a, like a certain way or is it, or, or I'm no? just really like straightforward. Cause people will literally have it in your face. Like I bought you this and it's not that you don't want it or you're not appreciative. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm really not drinking right now. Thank you so much. You can give it to someone else or I'll happily take it and give it to someone else. I'm really honest because then they get hurt and yeah. I'm not trying to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. I was going to say, she does give it to someone else because she gave me a drink one time. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I walked in the elevator and she was like, you want a beer? I was like, oh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> see? Yeah. It. Doesn't go to waste. And then what was your third one? My third lesson, man, don't stop learning. I feel like the ego gets in the way. And I've had to learn to shut myself up because you get a big head at some point, you know? Has that happened? Already? like since, To me? Yeah. It happened for a minute. Maybe like a month. I kind of was on this high horse and I got shut down real quick. When was that? Oh, man. When was that or what yeah. was that? No, when was it? Probably like 2019. Okay. Early 2019. Because that's when you like were, I mean. You, that was it. That was when you were like, I mean, mm-hmm. you've been popping, but like that's when it started, right? Yeah. But like mid 2018, <laughs> early 2019, that was my peak. Mm-hmm. And pandemic hit. Luckily, I came back from the pandemic and it was still like pretty popping for me, but. Yeah, I know. About early 2019, when everything started going down, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm this big, bad bitch. You know, I'm a baddest out here. Nah, hell no. Nah. Damn. Reality hit, reality, <laughs> reality reality hit, hit quick. Hit Damn. That's it's wild. good, though. It's a good thing, though. Not a bad at all. Do you ever think about, I mean, you said, like, you want to eventually, uh, like, program at a radio station, right? Yeah. But is there anything else other than, like, another profession that you had thought about prior to DJing? I know you said accounting stuff, but was, mm-hmm. was there ever anything else? Like, oh, I want, I wanted to be a fucking veterinarian or I wanted to do something else. Like, did you ever think of anything else that I was like going to be your career? Honestly, no. I mean, I was teaching and I was always looking for more, the next best thing. And it, it was kind of sad for a little while because I didn't really have friends. I didn't really hang out with anyone. I was just home on my computer 
trying to learn anything that would come my way. And then DJing finally took off and it was a wrap from there. And I've always loved music. I always told myself, you're going to do something in music. So if I don't become program director, hopefully I own my own radio station at some point. Like I want to do something in music always. Sick. What's your go-to? Like, what's your go-to song for yourself? Like, what's like, like, oh, like everyone has, like for me, it's a, either like a J-Boog song. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm big into like, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or like um, over the rainbow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it makes me like just happy like place. Chill, yeah. yeah. What's like your happy place song? Hmm. I love, um, a lot of like oldies, like say like Chicano style oldies, you know, yeah, I feel yeah. like we Ooh. all kind of grew up with that oh, yeah. and that makes me feel safe and like at home. Um, my go-to song, gosh, what have I been listening to lately that I, I, I literally called myself out on it the other day. Like, wow, I listen to this every day. <laughs> I think it's Cruisin' by, um, he's actually a local artist, Anthony, I can't say his last name, Anthony Prieto, I think. Okay. Um, I grew up with him. Oh, okay. My stepdad played in his band. And that song is just, is always on repeat. Like, I always play it. So, you got to check it out. It's really I will. Good. I will. What's yours? My go-to? Uh, it kind of changes with the season. Like, <laughs> it really does. Because, like, certain songs will put me in a certain vibe. Yeah. Like, right now, I'm really into, um, I always listen to this around fall time. Timber Timbre. They're, like, a folk art. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Band. Wow. It's okay, super wow. Dark. <laughs> it's one time when you came into the room and you're like, sounds like Halloween in here. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the vibe. Right on. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Speaking about seasons, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Really? Uh-huh. I'm a Christmas nerd. I don't do the decorations and stuff, but best believe I got a Christmas playlist waiting on my phone right now. Mariah, Ready. Mariah Carey. Yeah. She's on there. <laughs> but you know what? Okay, when Chris Brown did this Christmas. Yeah, I, let's go. Yes. That, right? <laughs> right? Okay. There you go. Yes. Married. That's what I'm saying. Mary J. Blige has a version of Do You Hear What I Hear? It's a religious song, yes, but it's great vocals. Jesse J's on it. Yep. Can't go wrong with it. It's like R&B Christmas. That's dope. At our yeah, house. Cause, so Juan lives with us as well, and, and Chris and they're, they're, this, they're the holiday fucking love that. gods. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I, that. I came home from, uh, from work. You know, I was gone for like a couple weeks. I come back, the whole house... And we're still in September. It's all <laughs> Halloween. Oh, oh, yeah. It's Halloween. Halloween skeletons, fucking tight. candles, all this crazy shit. I'm I like, love it. What the hell? Spiderwebs. That's so dope. <laughs> you should be grateful. That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, no. Trust, <laughs> trust me. Like, he's always had it. And, I mean, like, he, he showed, like, me a lot of things about, like, the holidays. But when I met Kristen, she and her family are, are crazy when it comes to oh, the holidays. I love that. My, my parents and my family, it was never like that. Like, my dad, by, like, seven, was like, yo, fuck Christmas trees. Santa ain't real. Yeah, I would have been so sad. Yeah, and then like we wanted to dress up for Halloween, it'd be like, nah, like, like like, you're lame. So then when when I got with Kristen, I like I get so hyped. Like just talking about, I get so hyped. Like like, we go to like Christmas Day there. We were in PJs and shit. Like we we threw a Halloween party years ago. Like at our house, yeah, we're big into it. That's so because of them. So it's pretty cool. See, there you go. The holidays are the best. Like this time around, September's coming. Summer is over. Kind of calming down. The weather's changing. It's holiday. It, everyone feels good. You know? Yeah. I love it. Um, so far, your career high. Career high. Man. You know what? I was playing at Playhouse for the second time. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't. So there's three slots. The opener, the mm-hmm. mid-set, and your, um, your headliner. Your mid-set really is hyping up the crowd because they're already kind of catching their buzz. You're hyping your crowd. You're getting everybody ready for that headliner who they are there to see. I was playing mid-set. It was my first time playing mid-set in L.A. What time is the mid-set 
in LA? It's about 11, 11.30. Okay. So about 11.30 to 1 o'clock. Uh, maybe a little bit before that, but 11.30. I was just, and I was sober too. I wasn't, I hadn't drank yet because I was so nervous. Man, everyone was just rocking with me. And as soon as I was done, about 12.45, I walked off the stage and the manager was like, hey, do you want a headline in two weeks? Oh, shit. That Damn. was just like, just crazy. You know? And how was it when you headlined? It was cool. It was very nerve wracking. I was super scared because they gave me this host who I did not know, who I'd never worked with before. And if a lot of people who don't know who club in LA, you have the host and you have to play very different. You're slamming records, which you're not really, it's not how I play out here. And slamming records, you just throw a song in, throw another one, throw another one. What, what do you mean by that? Like just like any random song? So or? you know how when I'm playing, I mix my two songs together and then yeah. boom, another one comes in. You just play a song, cut it, throw another one in. You're not really mixing. It's kind of boring. It is. Yeah. yeah, so I'd rather play mid-set, and it was, when I headlined, it was so nerve-wracking, and it was just crazy, but it, I did a good job, so. Okay. <laughs> you got to also really know, like, the next song you're going to play, right? Because he can totally tell you. He'll be hosting, and he'll be like, hey, DJ, give me this song, and you're like, uh, uh, I might not have it. Yeah, yeah. happened to me twice. That's stressful. Yeah, so stressful. <laughs> I was sweating. I feel like, as a DJ, if somebody's, like for instance, like obviously you're you're, you're doing my, my my wedding in a couple of weeks, and I feel like if somebody's asking you to DJ, it's like they're trusting you to just do your thing. Exactly, exactly. That's why it was just kind of it was hard when I headlined, but it was a great learning experience, something I needed. And what'd you learn from that? To be prepared at all times. I had downloaded all this music, thinking, okay, I'm gonna hit this, I'm gonna hit this, and I knew more or less what the headliner did, so I was kind of ready for that. Left turn. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, the host told, totally took me in another direction. So. Oh, is there events that you dislike doing that you won't do, you refuse to do? Um, I'm very picky when it comes to weddings. Mm. Very picky. Only because certain weddings and certain people, you just kind of know off the bat that it's going to be very much their way. That's where I know, like you and Kristen, you yeah. guys know how I play. Of course, I'm still going to ask them, what songs do you guys want? Is there a certain vibe you want? But you're more or less trusting me, giving me the reins to direct your party. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people for weddings are like, we want this. We want this at this time, this, this, and this, and this. And it's very strict, and I don't play like that. So yeah, it's kind of hard. It's definitely a feel. Like you got to like vibe off the crowd. Exactly. And like, I'm sure you have like your playlist. Like, all right, if they're acting this way, I'm going to play this shit. Right. So like, okay, say you guys want country. Of course, I'm going to play some country. We when don't it, want country. Uh, well, okay, just an example. <laughs> it's nine o'clock, right? People are drinking. Everyone's buzzed. Honey, play more country. I'm literally watching your crowd. You, I'm playing party music. Your people do not want to hear country right now. Don't get me wrong. I love country music. There are there is party country, but if it doesn't match your crowd, why would I do that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a lot of weddings are super tough like that. Just not my favorite thing. <laughs> um, if you could, if you could DJ one set somewhere whether it's fucking a coachella set whether it's uh um rock the bells whether it's uh rolling loud whether it's whatever like what would be your like your dream set so i have two. Oh, okay is that fair okay please so two. um my first one would be ibiza the rain festival all deep house music and you have to be invited to go Oh, never shit. heard of it. Have you ever heard yeah, of it? No, exactly. Like not not invited to play. You have to be invited to play too, but no, you have to be invited to go party. So wow. where's this at? Uh to be honest, I don't know. I just know it's in Ibiza and I see it on YouTube all the time. And yeah. It you goes back to like the nineties. Damn. 
Yeah. Is it almost it's like uh, what's that shit called? The, uh, the not the Sandman, um, Burning Man. Burning Man. Yes, yeah. it's like Burning Man. Sandman. Yeah. The Sandman. That'd be kind of hard. The Sandman. The Sandman. Uh, and then. But, hold on, but why that one? Um, honestly, I think it's like the idea of being a househead. I love house music, by the way. I started off as a rave oh, DJ. Really? What? That's sick. Yeah, I love wow. house music. Um, I think it's the people that are invited to go. Are, they're not important people. I shouldn't say that. They're, they're not like people in the industry. They're just fans of music. And it's like super particular how they pick you. And you have to be in a raffle every year. Yeah, it's super dope. I'm have, in the have, you, have you ever put your name in the raffle? Oh, yeah, every year. Never win, but I'm going to. I'm going to win one year. And what's usually the crowds in there? Like, are they big, like, like 50,000, 70,000? Huge. 000? It's just like a normal, like, Rolling Loud or, yeah, uh, they're huge. Okay. Yeah. That one. And then maybe not Rolling Loud, but, like, do you know who Selection is? Yeah. I'm sure you are. Like, I'm sure you guys know who they yeah. are. Um, but one of those festivals, like R&B Festival. That'd be Damn. so dope. That'd be cool. That'd be hard. Yeah. Like the, uh, uh, have you seen the... The lineup to Leverage and Friends in Vegas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I they had got, tickets for the first round, okay, and then the pandemic hit. Bro, they got everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were just talking about it this uh, this weekend. I was with a couple of my buddies, and they're like, "Yo, the fact that Lloyd mm-hmm. and Baby Bash are like on the very, very, very isn't very that crazy? Is wild." And yeah. then one twelve was like right above them, and I'm like, "Yo, Jodeci's on here!" Like, yeah. But that. then you start looking at the top, and you're like, "All right, Ludacris, uh, Usher, Usher, it's Ludacris, Little John, and Usher, Lauren Hill." I've like, seen Lauren Hill like five times. She's dope. Stop. She's so great live. So great. Wow. What? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people live. Yeah. Okay. But you get to meet a lot of people, so you can't yeah, act surprised. No, 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 don't get me wrong. Like I, we've been able to meet a lot of famous people, but Lauren Hill is like. You've never seen her live. Never, and the only time that we were going to that, I was like, I, I remember Logic was a uh, playing a festival, and she didn't. She, I think she had a she had a panic attack before, so she didn't come oh, on stage because yeah. you know she's fear. She has like a fear of uh, mm-hmm. performing. She never got to see her. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Honestly, one of the best shows ever. The last time I saw her, she actually switched up her whole. Um, what would you call it? The way she sings the songs because of that battle she was going through, yeah. the court stuff. Um, but even then, it was so great. Where it was, was it so at? good. That was at um, the Greek, Greek yeah. Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so dope. Is that your most favorite uh, like uh, show you ever been to? No, I went to the very last Rock the Bells. Who was, who was the there? Show 10. I saw uh, Common, front row. Nice. saw Lauren Hill, front row. I saw Sean Paul on the backstage. Ooh. I saw uh, Wu-Tang Clan, front row. They did the hologram of ODB. Mm-hmm. I Holy saw Bone Thugs front row, and they did the hologram of Eazy-E. God yes, damn. Uh, it, I have, like, and I have all the videos on my Instagram, did, too. Did, uh, okay, I know it's, it's, it's a Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you went out to Philly for that? No, 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 that one was here in California. That was okay. San Bernardino. Mm. I remember that one, too. Yeah, that was, the, that was Rock the Bells 10, and then they were supposed to do a, they had another uh, festival that they put together. It was Rock the Bells, and uh, it was like a smoker's one. Yeah. Um, but that was the final one, something about funding, and they... And, I, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I remember here in LA, it was just so chaotic because mm-hmm. there wasn't enough room, like how it is in Philly. Yeah, at all, at all. But they do make America great, or yeah, in Philly, yeah. That's dope. Um, if somebody's trying to make it in the DJing world here in Ventura, what would what would be your three, you know, words of wisdom? Just. I think I said it earlier, just keep learning. I mean, I'm still learning. I'm not the best, mm-hmm. you know. There's people that are the best that aren't even known. 
um, definitely keep learning and ask for help and don't let your ego get in the way. Who's, who's your, who's your, uh, like Mount Rushmore. Like if you had to pick like your top DJs, like, all right, like I, like Man. this is who I look up to whether <laughs> it's Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Whether no, it's no, honestly, like, yeah, yeah. like the, like the goats. Um, so, okay. He's younger than me and he's, he's known now, but he really wasn't when I was kind of coming up and doing my thing. DJ Little Wicked, son of infamous DJ Wicked, uh-huh. so talented, the most amazing DJ producer, graphic designer, all around talented kid. He is t- about to be 22. He's only 22? He's Damn. only 22. Damn. Think about how his dad played on steroids. Yeah. Just killer, amazing DJ. Um, he's probably my top, uh, my mentor, mm-hmm. DJ Kid Spin. He is amazing. He started his own record pool, and he just... Taking over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, those would probably be my top two. And, and they're local. Really? Yeah. And then do you have any, like, industry ones that you can think of? Like, Pro- Probably Scratch Basted. He's from Canada. He does a lot of the uh, Basted barbecues, which are, like, these big, they play all kinds of music, these big, giant barbecue festivals, and they're so dope. Yeah. Um, That's dope. Jazzy Jeff, of course. Yeah. They're great, you know. That's probably it. I don't really have too many that I really, really look up to and practice what they're doing, you know? If you had a theme song right now, you're 27, you said? 27. 27. So 27 years old, think WWE, think fucking walking red carpet. And they're like, yo, this is, this is your song right now in your life what is it what are we playing okay i'm not saying this just because you work for him but (laughs) um the logic song i work i work hard every day i work hard every day that has been my song for like the last four years no way well three years yeah it was my 24th birthday anthem people played it when i walked out like that's dope yeah that has been my song and honestly it gets me through the day if it just so happens to come up on shuffle i'm like here we go let's go i'm like rocky you know yeah ready to go (laughs) So yeah, that's my jam. That's a dope song. And then what would be your song if somebody if somebody made a like a movie about you, right? A movie, right? And they're okay. like, yo, you gotta have this is the song for the movie and also a title of your movie. What would it be? Song for the movie and a title? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Never thought about that. A song for the movie. Honestly, that would probably still be the song for okay. the movie. Just because it says everything I needed to say. Mm-hmm. The title of the movie. Well, I can't call it Honey because someone already took it. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Jessica, Jessica Al- Alba. Jessica yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that Jessica. movie. I love her. What? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Kristen? Let me call hey. her. <laughs> Only I can say that right now. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. I'll have to think about that one. Okay. Well, think about it because we got a few more questions. But I'm going to get back to that one. Okay, okay. We'll come back to it. Um, if you could live in somebody else's shoes, whether now or somebody before our time, uh, somebody's passed away, who would, whether it be famous, whether it be not, who would, who would you want to live in their shoes? Probably, um, she's still alive. Um, Shade Adu. Oh, yes. Um, she, a lot of people don't know the band was named after her. She struggled a lot trying to even get that band off the ground. Like, I just feel like her life is so fruitful and she is choosing not to do music or not to tour anyway to, for her own peace of mind. Yeah. And I think that's under respected. It definitely yeah. is. Yeah, for sure. Definitely is. We, uh, I mean, shit, I just watched something on Netflix about like, uh, somebody dealing with like, they just quit t- tennis. Mm hmm. 
like literally they were, the, they were on the biggest stage. I think they were going to play Novak or something. And that oh, wow. day they were just like, I'm done. They were yeah. having crazy panic attacks. Or even like a uh, homegirl, the, the Gabby, the gymnast, the gymnast, and also uh, God, I, I hate to refer to her as like Corday's girlfriend, but the, the tennis player, uh, Noriyami Okasaki. The oh, I don't yeah. know. Sorry, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but same thing. She was she was going through like a mental health issue, and she's like, I don't want to talk to reporters. I don't even want to play. Like it's just I'm just not there anymore. Yeah, but people don't get it. They don't get it because they're not there. They had yeah. never had to be there. They've never had to sit in your shoes, which isn't an excuse, but they'll never understand because they just want to be, know why you're not in the limelight right now. Have you ever gone through that? I know you, cause I know you, you play every fucking night. Every As night. Recently, I haven't just because my mental health has been a little bit better than it was previously. Um, but in the month of March or the end of April and March of 2019, when did we go through or 2020 when we went yeah. through the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, right before the pandemic, I was taking every weekend off. I said, I will work during the week, but give me Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And I was going on vacation with my family and I finally came back and I came back to nothing because the pandemic was it. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they're the most popping. Mm-hmm. I know. But you were just like, nah, I couldn't do it. I could physically not get myself up out of bed on a Sunday morning. Good for wow. you. I mean, I good. I mean, but but they, no, they, to take, take a break. Yeah. yeah. No, I, it was so bad. And I was just like drinking all the time. And I didn't, I didn't like that version of myself. Yeah. So people yeah. don't understand. They're not going to get the best version of you if you're not mm-hmm. mentally stable. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and it's, and it's, you can't explain to somebody who hasn't lived it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the tough part. We, we, we talk about that all the time, you know, mm-hmm. and, and obviously you're in this thing where it's like, it's nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And yeah, it look, uh, the sad part about it is like what you post, people think like, oh, you have nothing to complain about. You're right. the most popping DJ. You do, you know, do you do all this amazing merch? I travel for a living, but it's like, no, just because you see a fucking picture doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean yeah. anything. We're still going through our whole like missing people. Are we taking care of ourselves? Uh, yep. Are we. Are we feeling bad or do we feel like we're going to let people down? Are we living, letting ourselves down? Like it's, it's tough. Cause they don't, they just see what we portray, right? They see our Instagram. Like sure. you just said, I feel like that's a, such a big factor is I can post all day. I'm happy. I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. Because I got to run a business, Yeah. but at home, man, I'm in bed. I'm exhausted. I talk, what do you, what did you just tell me when we were outside? Every time, every time <laughs> I, I talk to you and I'm like, yo, how, how are you? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> so tired. I was like, yo, just get it tatted like Post Malone, right? I'm tired, <laughs> yeah. for real. But I am, I'm exhausted. But get up and go throughout my day because I love what I do. Yeah. You know, that's what it comes down to. Um, how do you keep yourself positively inspired during overwhelming times in your life? I, I love obviously doing what I do for me. But my goddaughter, her name's Michaela. She's amazing. She's just so talented at like everything, and she's always like looking at my Instagram. And I know if I ha- if I'm smiling and I'm doing good, she's looking up to me, and it I gotta be a good role model for her. Hell yeah! So that's just thinking about her and like knowing that she's gonna do ten times better than what I'm doing. It's great. What individual in your life has been the most inspirational, and why? Probably my mom. I never understood it when I was younger. And yeah, she did work a lot. You know, she missed a lot of things because she was trying to support me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that lady is killing it. Always has. She runs uh, medical imaging centers all throughout the coast. Oh, wow. And she started as a receptionist. Damn. So she's, she's just she's moved just, up the rankings over mm-hmm. time. Wow. Yeah. So she's probably, I think that's where I get my work ethic from. <laughs> it's dope. 
What's the greatest, what's the greatest gift you have received in your life? And how has it like made you who you are today? Whether it be gift, uh, whether it be like actual something like, like Like an object Mm -hmm. or maybe like somebody told you something or, you know, it's as weird as it sounds. Someone was like, oh, you can't DJ full time. Like, that's not going to happen. And they, like, had attempted to be a DJ. And they were just so negative about music and just were so, like, had so much hate for this, you know. Mm -hmm. And when I got the 2018 and the 2019 placements of VC, that was like, man, not an I told you so moment, but damn, like, I really did it. And this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Still doing it. So that was probably like. like, It's like, respectfully saying like fuck you but like but being humble respect. but being yeah, humble yeah exactly it. exactly yeah. like i don't really talk about it too much I, that's probably the first time i've ever said that so yeah i dig it what was your biggest aha moment that you've had in the past six months that <laughs> that was recently i no mean way. i got like okay i got the the placements of whatever the 2019 2018 mm-hmm. but i actually recently saw that person and they're like oh well you had to go through a pandemic i bet you lost all your money and you lost everything and i said actually Paid my rent, paid my car, paid all my bills. Might have not had extra money, but I was at home anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still doing it. Hell yeah. And they just looked at me and walked away. Damn. Still home. Ha ha. Middle finger. For real. <laughs> Do you, were you going to say one? No, you good. Okay. Um, what is one piece of advice that you received that you that's made an impact to you? Like whether it's been yesterday, whether it's when you were a little kid, like what's one piece of advice that like that you remember right now, like has stuck to you? Um, Especially recently. um, Family is everything. You know, I know we fight with our family. We have disagreements or whatever, but like I was talking about earlier with friends and stuff, you can't trust anybody. They're not going to have your best interest. You know, your family at least is always going to be there. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Has, how has uh, your popularity, you can call it, you know, you being, you know, especially here in the 805, like you're, you're well known. I'm sure when you walk mm-hmm. anywhere, it's like DJ honey, DJ honey, DJ honey. Yeah. Um, what has been the good and the bad about it? The good is people are super respectful. I mean, if they're drunk, maybe not all the time, but for the most part, everyone's pretty respectful and they're like, Oh, what's up? Like, and I think it's funny when people ask to take a picture. Cause I'm like, no, I'm nobody. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm weird. I look ugly right now. You know? Um, that's probably the good though. And then like little girls looking up to me, people telling their kids that you can do it too. Like she's doing that. I love that. Um, the bad, I really can't go anywhere. It's kind of like I was at Barnes and Noble the other day, just trying to read a book. And this lady was bothering me. And I never say that bothering me. Like it felt like she was following me in every like little section I was trying to go (laughs) and I couldn't even read a book. So that was probably like probably the bad side of it. Yeah. Um, three pieces of advice that you would actually no. I think the question I want to ask is if today was your last day on earth what would you want to be remembered as not a female DJ I'll tell you that why I think it's kind of cliche I think I'm kind of over it it was cool for a minute like I'm the only female DJ or, or whatever it was just a DJ that worked hard, you know, mm-hmm. someone that put a lot of effort into something they loved, just like everybody else, right? Yeah. Or at least they try. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Um, for the people who don't know 
And if they do decide to come to 805, where and what days and what locations can people see you at? Do I have to go down the whole way? You know why? Because I want to hear it. I want to hear it from you. Because okay, we were just okay. talking about on the drive here. I'm like, she's here. She's there. She's. I'm like, damn. Because you, you, you sometimes do doubles. Uh-huh. On certain days, yeah. Like this Saturday, I have a double. But my Saturdays usually change. So my Saturdays are my only day where I kind of pick a new spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tuesdays, I'm at El Rey in Ventura. Taco Tuesday. Um, Wednesdays, I'm off. Mondays, I'm off. Thursday, I'm at the Tavern. Ventura. Friday, I'm at Sushiway in Oxnard. Sunday, I'm at Bombay's uh, in Ventura. And then, yeah, like I said, my Saturdays kind of fluctuate. Out of all those spots, what's in, I mean, it's not being a bias, but where's like the most like turn up spot out of all those? I mean, unless it's. I mean, lately it's been slow. We're in like a weird season when things start to change and it starts getting colder. People kind of wait on going out because mm-hmm. you got Christmas coming up. They don't want to spend the extra money. Um, so right now is a weird season, but I would say. During the summer, and I mean, even still now, I guess Bombay is on Friday. Um, I'm not there anymore. I used to be there. But that would probably be the spot to go. Nice. Yeah. But, no, but to see you, though. Oh, to see me. And I'm like, don't come see me. I want to go home early. <laughs> 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 really That's that. when you know you're getting old, when you don't want to party anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but to see me, I would say Tavern on Thursday. That's probably, like, super lit. We always have a great time. Is uh, it like a particular, is it like a college night or is it a whatever, a hip hop night? Or? It used to be college night. I actually play everything. I play house, hip hop, R&B, like whatever your taste is, you're probably going to hear it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tavern Thursday. That's dope. Any final words, Jawan? No, any, sir. No questions? No. <laughs> All right. So any questions that you have? No. Are you good? I'm good. I know y'all. <laughs> appreciate it. Um, Brianna Herrera, AKA DJ Honey. Appreciate you being here. Ooh. And until next time. Till next time. See you at the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode. We appreciate your guys' support. Thank you to DJ Honey for being here with us and being on the podcast with us. We appreciate you so much. If you want to follow DJ Honey, you can find her on Instagram at DJ Honey underscore. Thanks again to our sponsor, as always, Persistence Culture Media. You can find them at Go Persistence Media. You can follow Pep at Big Pep 3342. And you can follow me at Juan's Arts. Bye.